where this came from either. So I have, I have quote a lot of stuff that I don't know where it came from. But like, you know, like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. It's one of those types of things like ignorance is bliss. When I didn't know that I should be making more, I was fine with it. But as soon as I found out, I was like, ah, I'm underpaid. I need more money. It became a problem. But like a week ago, I was fine. <laughs> I was like spending money on random stuff. Like I was, it was, it was good. But as soon as I found out it wasn't, it wasn't. Welcome back to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David, and this is Anthony. Uh, thanks again for tuning in again, again. I'm gonna say again a lot this episode. Um, Why? I don't know. Okay. I was listening to that John Legend song, doing it again or something. I don't know the name of the song. Maybe, maybe it's actually called Again. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> doing it again. It's like the Roots made a. a a song is where they sampled that again, too or is it huh is that what he's saying doing it again something like that i don't know i may be uh incorrect on all of this yeah i think so so anyway we're back this is our second episode of the new year uh we're actually like we said we're trying to be on schedule and uh actually uh come out with episodes every two weeks like we said we would so um, the streets are waiting. Cause yeah, the, the streets are, are hungry for it. Twitter's blowing up. My Instagram yeah. DMs was all full of people like, "When's the new episode? When's the new episode?" Um, except none of that is actually true. Um, yeah, I haven't been on Twitter in a long time. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you all were actually tweeting that, I'm sorry, I did not know. But yeah, well, that's how it is. We're doing it for ourselves. Yeah, we're doing self love and putting things out on time. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that stuff sounds good. So, uh, what are we talking about this week? Well, um, what's interesting is this. Uh, if I think about it, this time last year, <laughs> where I'm at this this year compared to this time last year. Um, I mean, on Tuesday I'll be turning 35, and around this time last year I was out there scrambling trying to find a job. Well, no, I think I had gotten one by now. A piece of a job. Um, it was like a freelance gig that didn't that paid me no money, mm-hmm. and uh, it was demanding but paid no money. But it was <clears throat> it was what I needed at the time. But um, just I mean I'm just thinking about it. Just you know taking a moment to just be thankful for <laughs> where I'm at compared to where I am la- I was last year around this time. So um, you know I mean also you know in that case I was you know just trying to get anything just trying to get something because of a contract running out i needed to get some kind of job situation going on some kind of consistent money and that was last year around the same time this year i'm interviewing people yeah <laughs> it's funny how the tables tables have turned yeah you're out here yeah. living your living your best life or whatever yeah. the saying well, is to my best life yeah i, I was gonna um, eh, i guess things have changed for me since last year too Last year, this time, I was working in the city, commuting at least a couple hours every day. I was, eh, I was kind of enjoying oh, what train. I was doing, but not really. I was yeah. getting paid significantly less than I am now, and so yeah, things things are are different. Um, because one thing I'll say is like a lot of times, 
you look back at where you were a year before or you know six months ago or whatever and you may say well wow things are so much better but then when you look back maybe a year later or two years later you're like things weren't really better they were just different you're like you know i trained my problems for different problems yeah well i mean and it's easy to look back on things fondly because you know you tend to well i don't know you can either you either remember the bad things or you remember all the good things mm. and it's easy to you know what's it what's it about like rose colored colored glasses or whatever but you know it's easy to look think look back on things like that you know that's why you get all these people's like ah uh, that's why that's why people are out here trying to make you know america something again because you know they look at history and you know a rose colored glasses basically only from their point of view so <laughs> it's you know, you have to be aware of that. I mean, you know it happens, but just be aware and don't let that rule your everything. Kind of be honest with yourself. It's like, well, things were going bad also, you know. Well, so I was listening. <laughs> or, I don't remember where I heard this, but there, there's two There's two of you. There's your remembering self and there's your experiencing self. So let's say you were on a roller coaster and it was awesome. You're having so much fun. And then at the very end of the ride it broke down and like you were sitting on the ride for 30 minutes before they fixed it and were able to get you off. So your experiencing self really enjoyed that. You enjoyed the ride. Everything was great until that one thing at the end. But then when you tell people about it, you're going to, your it's your remembering self is probably going to focus on what happened at the end. So, mm. uh, I, it, there's a podcast I listened to was talking about this. It's basically, it's like you could have a wonderful experience or even a mediocre experience, but if it ended negatively, you're going to remember it more negatively than a, a positive experience that ended positive or a negative Happy. experience that ended positively or the inverse. Or whatever. So it's like however things end are kind of what you remember more than the rest of it. So, yeah, interesting stuff, because like like you we were saying, looking back, looking back a year ago, I didn't not enjoy my job. I was OK with it. I was OK with my commute. Everything was fine. I was able to pay my bills and everything, but judging by now, like now I, I don't, my commute is much shorter and I'm doing something more interesting. And so looking back, I'm like, that job was terrible. But in reality, it really wasn't as I was experiencing it. It's just now I have a different perspective because of the events that have happened since then. Yeah. I mean, that's like how I just moved and I keep on thinking because I haven't even been here that long, but it's just like, I'm loving where I am now. And I just keep thinking it's like oh i'm so glad i don't have to go back to the other place and it's like because i like where i am now it just makes the other place seem worse and worse even though it wasn't that bad and we loved it when we first moved in it was exactly what we needed at the time and it just it worked out perfectly right but yeah i remember looking back at it now it's just you you look at it negatively because we just were ready to get i don't know because you you have a new perspective because <laughs> when i first moved up here and i got my first job and i was making like forty thousand dollars a year I thought I was rich and I was happy and I was spending money randomly on stuff I didn't need. But I feel attacked. I'm not attacking. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, looking back, I was like, wow, I was severely underpaid for what I was doing. The, the, like the, my skill set and everything. I was severely underpaid. And then also like, as I, once I lived here for a while, I realized, wow, I'm not making what I should make you know you see how much things cost like i don't want to stay in an apartment when i'm i don't want to drive this 93 nissan all my life so this forty thousand dollars is just not going to cut it so i need to 
started looking for something else. So it was like you're satisfied until you realize that you shouldn't yeah. be satisfied. It's one of those things like That's about because so uh, someone I don't know where this came from either. So I have I've quoted a lot of stuff that I don't know where it came from, but like you know like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. It's one of those types of things like ignorance is bliss. When I didn't know that I should be making more, I was fine with it. But as soon as I found out, I was like, ah, I'm underpaid. I need more money. And it became a problem. But like a week ago, yeah. I was fine. <laughs> I was like spending money on random well, stuff. I mean, like I was, it, it was good. You, but as soon as I found out I wasn't, it wasn't. When you ain't got nothing, I mean, anything is better than nothing. You yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. It was definitely better than I mean, going back and living at our parents' house. So I wasn't I mean, complaining. Having money isn't having money isn't everything, but not having it is. Yeah, that was like a Kanye uh, reference for the week. I um, got, got that out of the way early, like eight minutes in. That was a uh, from the book of uh, I forgot what album that was on. <laughs> I think it was the first one, uh, track six, um, verse. No, All right, I'm um, real specific. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but I don't remember what song that was from. But that, but yeah, that was. Anyway, um, I I mess. I forgot what you were talking about because I had to make that comment. Uh, I was trying <laughs> to find out what what our topic is for this week. Oh right. Um. Oh, and we were talking about you know making more money and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um. Oh, our topic is. I was I was talking about. That's what I was saying. I'm talking about how I was interviewing people. Um. And I wanted to talk about how. I mean. What's interesting to me, I don't know if you've interviewed anybody before. Yeah, I've interviewed a few people. Well, quite a few people for work. Okay. Um, what's interesting is interviewing, I mean, there's two things where there's the fact that like now suddenly you're in a position, for me, it's like suddenly you're in a position where you're on the other side of the table interviewing somebody and you're looking at them the same way people probably looked at you and you have suddenly you have this clarity and like oh well i don't know if they'll you start saying things like oh i don't know if it'll fit in with the culture of this company things i used to hate and people are like yeah we're really looking for somebody to fit in with the culture and you take that personally like oh because i'm black you know (laughs) but now i'm in the position and i'm saying the same thing and it's like you know i'm getting emails two days later from somebody that we interviewed like a week or two ago and it's like we know we don't want and it's like awkward you know <laughs> and are I, you I only doing like this to I'm black people with, um strictly to white people. okay um <laughs> white cis cis whatever what is it c cnbc males um no i um i don't know well that, that was one part of it you know you're suddenly in this position where you were making these judgments on little minor things like oh this person talks too talks too much i don't know if i could deal with that or and also there's the other aspect of the things you look for when you're interviewing somebody for a creative position as a creative yourself like what you know what makes you think like oh this is the right person for this job mm-hmm. um I mean, for the first part, what I would say what's interesting to me is just um, my my role and so far with in interviewing people because I'm not the only person doing it, but it's been I've been mostly focused on their personality because it's somebody I would work closely with, and it's been interesting to one of the questions I found was and it has been stumping people and I googled it myself um, is asking people what is a common misconception people have about them. Mm-hmm. 
And it, that's usually one that makes people think because it, it's not one of the canned interview questions that people ask, you know, like, or do you see yourself in three weeks? You know, um, three weeks. I've and, never been asked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Captain of industry. Um, no, because I mean, cause especially when you, you're trying to find out who a, who a person is, like what kind of questions do you ask people? Uh, I don't know. I generally ask like so the generic questions like strengths, weaknesses. I've asked people about their hobbies, like what 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 are some of your hobbies? Do you play a musical instrument? Like I got asked that on one interview, and I started asking people that. Um, what is why? Just, it's just like to kind of get to know them and understand. No real good reason. Okay. Uh. I don't know. I kind of gauge it by how they respond to the regular boring interview questions too. Because like, if I want to know if like you're easygoing and you know humorous, and, you know, like if you have a a kind of an outlook like me, then I'll ask you the the serious interview questions. And if you're just answering straight up like, no, well I attended this university, blah, 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 if like if you're answering like that, then I know you're not you're not like me. Because most of the questions, most interviews I go to, I end up laughing and joking with the person because that's my personality i laugh and joke i'm sarcastic and i i try and find humor in things so um one thing i've also done is ask like i'll ask people like extremely simple questions that they should just seriously know like so i was interviewing uh, a developer a few weeks ago so they should obviously know how to write html and stuff like that so i was asking them some very 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 basic uh questions like just as a joke and if they didn't get it i'm like wow you're you're way too serious and they're like trying to take like answer the questions like like it was an important question i'm like no that you if you don't know this then you really shouldn't be here so that's how i kind of do it a little bit but um in most of my positions i've never that i've been in when i had the interview i wasn't really I didn't really care about their personality that much, just to be honest. It was like, if you if you don't know the stuff, if you don't know have the skill set to, to do the job, then I'm not even going to worry about those personality questions. But if you have the skill set, then I, I might care a little bit. Well, what kind of jobs were these? Like developer yeah, jobs? Yeah, these were like, more like um, less, less... Basically jobs where people don't really have that much of a personality. Yeah, it was less anyway. creative type stuff. More... Software development. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't have a personality. Yeah, that, so uh, I that think you're attacking me, and I'm feeling <laughs> triggered. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, so you you haven't like really interviewed like any creative. I've interviewed type. a few, but um. Yeah, most of the people just didn't know what I needed them to know, so <laughs> it didn't get past that into you know, the personality type stuff. I think I think it depends on where you're working. I mean, I know where I'm at right now. They're really trying to focus on, you know, the culture mm-hmm. of the company. So I mean, that's why I think they put such high, you know, you know, just high regard to you know how a person is, how a person flows, you know, just in their interview, just how the personality is and everything. Um, 
that's something that they've you know kind of stressed because you know it's important when you're trying to grow a company there that people get a, know how to get along and i can say working there everybody most everybody there is a kind of mellow like not everybody's mellow you know you have the people i mean sales people you know sales people are kind of you know <laughs> sales people but um you know everybody's is a certain vibe and it's i've realized that that's important for you know people to feel comfortable because you don't want to just throw something odd into the mix just because this person knows how to you know use photoshop illustrator and uh final cut you know it, it's not you know it has to be more yeah. than that so i think i agree with that so one of the things i try and look for when i'm interviewing people is their i guess problem solving ability or problem solving techniques because you could know Google. how to use the tools great but if you run into something you don't know how to do what are you going to do now what, what's your next step and if you know how to work yeah. through that be it you know i'm going to google i'm going to talk to my coworkers, you know i have these videos i watch or whatever whatever it is that you need to do to figure out how to navigate that situation that's what i want to know uh because that that's going to help me determine whether you know whether if i throw something new at you you're going to be able to figure it out because i've interviewed people that knew everything knew like all the technical stuff that I wanted them to know, but they were just weirdos or like there was some other reason why I just wasn't interested them in them. And then there was other people I've interviewed that didn't know all the technical stuff, but they seem smart. Like they seem like they know how to figure things out and they know how to do research and they know how to learn quickly. They they've learned how to learn effectively. So I'd rather hire the second person because I'll probably can pay them less one and <laughs> two um, they'll probably be able to, they'll learn more quickly. So when they're introduced to something new, they can figure it out. And it's not just like, I don't know this. I don't know what to yeah. do. Give me something I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then you deal with the people that are, you know, there's also the people that may, they may know all of that kind of stuff and they know how to figure things out, but they may not know how to yeah. work as a team because, um, because they're, you know, they can be somebody that, I mean, even though both of us, we know how to do a lot of different things, we're not the type that's going to walk in there. You know, the type that just wants to walk in and take over everything yeah. kind of type and just, you know, push everything to the side. It's like, you know, you need somebody that can actually, you know, contribute as a team and let other people, you know, <laughs> they can, you know, respect other people's agency, basically, you know, let them let other people speak, you know, other people get involved and empower other people. Um, because I think that's what's really important, especially, you know, in the creative field, you need to be able to, because um, I mean, I get ideas from bad ideas and from good ideas and you need, um, there was somebody I was working with and they're not there anymore, but um, I'm somebody that I sometimes need somebody to bounce mm -hmm. my ideas off of. And especially, you know, when you're working as a team, you say, you want that, you know, he's like, okay, what do you think about this? I need to, you know, I don't want to be working in a vacuum. And if I feel like I'm irritating you by asking you a question about, you know, something creative, then it's like, you know, what are we yeah. doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. I need that kind of, you know, I, because I have a drive, I want to make something great. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put in eight hours at somewhere and I'm not doing anything worthwhile. You know, I, I can, I can sit at home and do nothing worthwhile if I wanted to. <laughs> it, so where I work now, they one of the things I was told on the first day is the number one rule of the team is that we help each other, and so 
no matter what you're doing if it's important you can say hey give me five minutes but you have to be available to answer questions no matter what um and yeah. that's I guess I didn't realize it at the time, but then, you know, of course, so the position I'm in now, I'm doing a lot of things that I haven't, I don't have a ton of experience in. Um, and so it's been a whole lot of learning, but it's been very useful to know that I can just turn around or walk down the hall or whatever and just ask a question at any point in time and people will drop everything to help. And that, that goes for me too, because I'm, you know, I'm doing UI UX stuff. And so they basically, the team I'm on didn't have any of that before and so a lot of them are coming to me like hey so what do you think of this what's the best way to do this how should i lay this out whatever and so they have a lot of questions for me i have a lot of questions for them about you know angular or whatever we're doing and so i think it's very very helpful to know that you know i don't care if you're annoyed i'm going to come ask you questions because that's the way we have to work and that's again these are all things i think i subconsciously or somehow i look for if I'm interviewing someone, I want to know that they're comfortable asking questions and will admit to being wrong. So that reminds me of something else. I was working with a guy in a job I had around, yeah, kind of around this time last year. And he, he was in a leadership position, a team lead position. And, um, you know, in that role, you should know some things. So he would, talking to him he seemed like he knew a few things but then when i would see some of his work it was obvious that he didn't but because he was in that leadership position he just i guess he felt like he didn't need to ask or he didn't feel comfortable asking and then i was new to the team so he definitely for whatever reason didn't ask me anything and basically as a result in in the end he got fired but a lot of it i think stemmed from the fact that like he he wanted to kind of keep things to himself like compartmentalize things so if he didn't know something he wouldn't ask he would just kind of do find another way of doing it maybe not not the best way or whatever but he'd do something and deliver it to the customer and then the customer was like but why do why do we have to have it this way and he would oftentimes tell the customer things that weren't even true like well we had to do it this way because the software won't support doing it differently differently or whatever just so that he wouldn't have to reveal mm-hmm. the fact that he didn't know something and then it became a problem because then if you ask me i'll tell you the truth like I don't know how to do it, but we can figure something out. I can go find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't understand that. It, it feels like compensation. Like you have to. You're ashamed to let you know. <laughs> let people. know. Nah, like, uh, I mean, I understand. You're you're supposed to be. You know, they hired you for a reason. You're supposed yeah. to know what you're talking about. But and I ask questions in a second. I mean, I prefer to have clarity than to be out here making mistakes, you know. Well, that's something I've <laughs> done on a couple interviews when I interview people is I've asked them things I know they don't know or I'm, I'm like pretty certain they don't know based on their resume or whatever. And it's it's interesting to see whether they just say, I don't know, or if they try and BS their way through it. Because I actually, one yeah. of the jobs I had um, earlier this year, the, my boss told me he was like, I was really impressed by the fact that you said you didn't know. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Cause he was like, yeah, I'm, we've, we've had people here that will say they know when they don't. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. I'll figure it out, but I don't know now. Give me some time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've definitely done that and people have been seem to be fine with that. 
It's like, oh, okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't serve nope. anybody to lie about it. You know, I mean, it, and then the company's investing in you, and they, so it's expensive to hire the wrong person. And, you know, it, it's less expensive to just train somebody to do something <laughs> than to get the wrong person in there. And then you have to, you know, find out later that they didn't know what they were doing and they did this wrong and then they caused this problem. And then you got to go through the whole trouble. And you got to find somebody that fits again with the team and knows the skill and you got to do interviews. And it, yep. It's expensive. The train, just everything that goes into it. And, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, it's better to just be honest with it, I think. I mean, so far, it's worked for me, and I mean, the last interview I did, the beautiful thing, the reason why I really liked that last interview is because it felt like mm. a regular conversation. I didn't feel like, um, my manager was telling, I was talking to him about it, and he was saying, you know you had the right candidate when it feels like a conversation, um, instead of you just throwing darts right. on the board. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you know, the, you know, okay, next, yeah, got it, now, next question, got it, next question, you know. But <laughs> when it feels like you know, like a natural conversation, they're asking questions, you're asking questions, you're just sitting there talking. You find out you go to the same juice mm-hmm. place, you know, stuff like that. that yeah, I try and um, if I can, because some interviewers just trying are just stiff and annoying. But if I can, I try and ask questions. Like so, they ask me questions, I ask them questions, or I'll explain, answer something, and say, "Hey, well, how are you doing it here?" Or you know, whatever. And there's been a few interviews where people started. I started answering questions for them, like so. You know, they're asking me about how to do this and do you know how to do this and whatever. And then I'll start asking them, okay, so what what are you what projects are you all working on or whatever? And then on one interview, one of the people I who was asked, supposed to be asking me technical questions, I started giving them technical answers for things they were working on currently you know like they were like well yeah so we're working on a project on blah 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 and i was like well, okay yeah i did one of those and here's how you could do it and then they were like well uh, i have more questions and, they st- mm-hmm. and it started becoming more like how would you do this how would you solve this problem and less about do you have this skill set mm-hmm. and how many years experience and that type of stuff yeah because that doesn't tell you anything i mean you could be doing terrible things in photoshop yep. <laughs> 10 years <laughs> you know <laughs> Like, that doesn't mean anything. If you haven't grown in that time, then you know. I just triggered myself. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I guess. I mean, I guess I mean, another question would be. I mean, as a creative person, like, what would what kind of advice would you give somebody like going into an interview? Don't be scared. I think it, it's. I think it's important just try and feel comfortable try and be comfortable as much as possible and show whatever personality you have um because that's what's gonna matter they care about your like your portfolio they probably saw it or they should have seen it already so you should just be able to speak intelligently about what you've done which shouldn't be that hard especially if you you know you're comfortable doing the work so just being comfortable because i think i've interviewed people who were super nervous and scared and i'm less likely to choose them because they just don't feel comfortable and they're not conveying who they are well because they're they're being somebody else. They're being nervous person, not themselves. So being comfortable, trying to be comfortable is important, I think. So uh, other than that, I think, you know, just be honest, be 100 percent honest. Because, you know, you know, don't you don't have to 
reveal things that don't need to be revealed, but just be honest about your what you know and what you don't know and your background. And I think that'll go some kind of way. Yeah. What, what would your advice be as, as I, I would, a hiring person? Be the G in TGT. What? I don't... Genuine. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. No, no, but for real, I mean, be genuine in what you're doing. You know, be like we we're saying, be confident. You know, find yeah, out what you're find out what you're passionate about. Passionate on I mean, it, about th- get think, on that pony and ride it. My pony. We'll make sure you have yeah. like consent <laughs> first, but um, that's most important. Um, but you know, you, you know, find out what you're passionate about. I mean, and I mean. I know for me, for a long time, it was like, oh, I know how to do this, I know how to do this, I know how to do this. But it wasn't until I figured out, like, okay, what I really think I'm good at is telling stories. When you get to that core of that, like, oh, I enjoy branding, I like telling stories and stuff like that. That's more important than, that tells them more about your thought process than just saying that I know Photoshop, Illustrator, you know, Dreamweaver. You know, right. that doesn't tell me anything. That doesn't tell whoever you're, is interviewing anything. And I mean... I you know that's not something I don't know maybe some people learn that I didn't learn that something I had to kind of figure out on my own but it's like that essence of like what I do because I felt like for a long time I was scattered all over the place until I realized that there's an essence of like even though I do all these things there is a core reason why I do it as a core motivation and that's what mm. you need to tell people. Like, this is why I do this. I mean, and you can take that into anything, even if it's not exactly in your field or whatever or something, or you're not sure about this job or what you're still trying to figure out your field. If you can take in that core thing that you are, you know, drives you, the thing, you know, the reason why you do work and, you know, what makes you a good employee and, you know, what motivates you and everything, if you can take that in, then that's going to go a long way. And, I mean, like we are saying, be honest, you know, don't, you know, I mean, genuine. Uh, put lots of product in your hair, and, um, and I think tell it's the truth also about yourself. good to spend some time thinking about, like, like you said, kind of knowledge yourself is kind of what it comes down to. But if you understand yourself and what what you can bring to the table, aside from just a skill set, like how you take your skill set and use mm. it to improve things for the company or whatever i think that's useful and thinking about a good way to express that because like you said telling stories that's a good way of kind of communicating exactly what you do and how you do it and how you're going to go about it and how you're going to approach it and things like that and so i guess i've developed something like that for when i interview for a job and i didn't it's it's worked pretty good most of the time because it I think from an interviewer's perspective, if you just spout off all the technical jargon and all that stuff, that's cool. That means you, you read a book or something. You, maybe you watched a YouTube video about how to prepare for an interview, but that doesn't convince me that you know what you're doing. But when you can kind of like the whole storytelling telling uh, thing that lets me know, okay, you you've done this before and you kind of understand exactly what goes into this because if I've done it before, I understand. I, I should know, you know. But if I'm, I'm just talking, well, so I go in Photoshop and I open the layer template, then it's, it's like, okay, yeah, you, you know how to use the tool, but you don't understand, like, the more 
It's like right. explaining how to use a hammer versus like, oh, this yeah. is what, how I yeah. would like to build this house. Like yes, we know you're going to use a hammer to build the house. Yeah, but more how, detail, you know, more, more. <laughs> what's it going to bring like? it up a level? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I've talked to people that are down into the technical level of things, and it's like, okay, that's cool, but bring it up a level. Um, what's your overall plan? What's your overall approach style for this? For doing this type of work or whatever? Yeah. And I, I would say one thing I would add in there. I mean, this may apply. What we're saying now may apply to people a little more experienced under their belt. If you're new, then you may not have that yet. And, you know, your skill set may, you know, if it's entry level, what you, you know, your skill set may be more prominent. Maybe. Just, you know, if you just walk in, it's like, yeah, I know Photoshop. And they may be like, okay, cool. You have, you know, you just got out of college, you know, Photoshop. Cool. Okay. Here's, here's $6 an hour, you know, and that, you know, that may be a, applicable yeah thing. but i think i think it's still good to have <laughs> but, some kind of way of describing but if you know then, how you work yeah aside from i move well, the mouse and i press yeah, the keyboard I mean, if you're able to you may not know that at that point but if you were start thinking about it sooner than later and you have that then that's going to help you out a lot and get further you know that kind of passion and you know knowledge of self you know i, I, I always every time i say that i think about like this like an image of Caleb. <laughs> Quelly in my head. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, and too many words in a in a bar, you know. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, well, if you have knowledge of yourself, it's gonna people are gonna see that, and they're gonna you know probably give you you know they'll see a different you in a different light than the next twelve people that know Photoshop next to you, you know. Yep. Been self aware. Like Skynet. Um, you have anything else? Any other advice? Wear clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wear clean clothes. You know, make sure you're not having a. Yeah, I think all the. Face. You just got to take care um, of the, all that obvious stuff. But then it comes down to the, those less obvious things. And yeah. Yeah, because that's gonna take. Because anybody, anybody than, with a heartbeat you know. can come in and, well, for the for the most part, can come in and look decent, talk all the technical talk that they need to talk, as long as they've read read something about it or whatever. But you've got to do a little bit more than that in order to make sure you get the position if you want it. So do those things. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think that's all I I, I had to say on that topic. Um, I was going to say, uh, so this week, uh, kind of on a different topic, I was approached about doing a website and some graphic design work for someone. And it was a kind of interesting project, kind of exciting. And so I kind of got gassed. And so I started, kind of got started on the work before I received any <laughs> real commitment from the customer to do anything. But I mean, I was pretty confident they were going to agree and sign a contract and everything, but I got excited and got started early and so i was gonna say like sometimes it's tough not to do that <laughs> especially if it's something i'm interested in working on and i have a good idea for that i think is going to come out well then it's like uh i need to wait i, I don't want to wait i want to get started on this now so uh yeah i don't have any good advice on how not to do that I except mean, for thank you. you know wait till the check clears <laughs> Wait for but, that deposit. Yeah, it's not a good yeah. idea to do that. I've, I've 
I guess there's been probably a couple times where I've done that and things didn't come through and I wasted my time. Most of the time it's come through and it's been alright, but it's still not a good idea. I know for me, because I mean, I get excited about things too. I think just over time I've calmed down with that because people be taking advantage of that. Or, you know, they come up with ideas like, oh, oh, I know you know how to make websites and stuff. Okay, yeah, well, I've got this piece <laughs> of an idea that's probably horrible, but let me get you excited about it and make it your baby, you know. <laughs> and so that's happened to me enough that I, people come to me with something of like, I just give them the, you know, rule like, oh, okay, no, yeah, no, that's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't give them anything until you come, you, you know, you show me that you're serious. I mean, not that I'm not thinking about it, because, yeah, I can't help but think about things, and I may be excited on the inside, but I'm not going to give them that satisfaction that they got me excited about a project, you know, because how many, how many domain names do we have on our account that are of things that like never went anywhere? Of yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, we bought for somebody because they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be big. Yeah, just grab, you know, just get the domain name and, you know, I go in and buy it because they made it cheap anyway. But like, yeah, and, and, and it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm just like, why am I ended up with this? This isn't my child. This is your idea. That, why am I carrying it? So, yeah, I don't, you know, I need I'm going to need that deposit to start. I mean, I can't help but think about things, but I would say, you know, think all you want have your ideas if you need to write them down write them down but as as far as they're concerned i ain't done nothing i think it's it's like a level of commitment (laughs) so if you contact me i'm kind of committed to helping you but i need to see that you're committed and therefore you need to give me some money or sign a contract or something yeah because i've had people kind of put that stuff off or try and put it off like yeah i'll get it to you next week uh can uh so uh can you get started it's like, yeah, waiting on you. But I've had people try and kind of play that game, like following up, checking on the status of stuff without paying anything. It's like, no, <laughs> you you don't need to contact me. <laughs> like according to my <laughs> bank account, uh, no, I can't start. But yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's definitely can be, I don't want to say it's stressful, but sometimes it's like annoying. Like, come on, hurry up and pay me so I can do this. I want to do it. But you're, you're holding up things. Well, I mean, in that case, I say, you know, write your ideas down, have everything down, but don't tell them that you're doing anything. I mean, because maybe that you can use that for something else. But like, yeah, I mean, just, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. At least keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't buy no domain names, nothing like that yet. Don't not until you, you, you know, pay up. All right. So um, I think that's all we're going to talk about this week. Because it's late and I'm sleepy. Um, if you have not, uh, please check out our other episodes. There are several of them. 29. Oh, yeah. I, I should keep count. Um, definitely follow us on Twitter at, at Alien Muffin. I don't, we don't tweet that often, but when we <laughs> For do. For a monthly tweet. They're fire. <laughs> um, Follow us on Instagram. We don't Instagram that often, but we're trying to do better with that. Um, that reminds me, a year ago, like around a year ago, we did a podcast about how bad we are at social media, and I'm going to say we haven't improved very much. 
No. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, that's consistency right there. Yeah, we're consistent with that. So, yeah, follow us on Instagram or Twitter at uh, Alien Muffin. Um, More importantly, we actually do put things up for sale at AlienMuffin.com. I mean, dot .threadless.com. Yeah, check out our shop. We have t-shirts and things. Um, cop something. By doing that, you're helping to support the podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, do we have a word of the week? Um, genuine. Genuine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back.